listener production. If you have a son, does he have good friends? Good boy friendships look incredibly simple from the outside. It can just look like you like Pokemon, I like Pokemon. Great, let's be friends. Today on Feed Play Love, we're talking about boy friendships and why we should encourage and support them. Feed Play Love with Siobhan Hunt. Last year, my eight-year-old son's best friend moved to Hong Kong. He was completely heartbroken, and I was surprised at the intensity of his emotions. It made me realize how special boy friendships can be and how important they are to our sons. Jen Muir is a mum of four boys, a parenting educator at Connected Parenting, and she's here today to talk to us about boy friendships. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hello. I'm good. What have you noticed about the boy friendships your own sons have? Um, I've noticed that they can look incredibly simple, like we just have a, a common interest and therefore let's go. You know, it literally is just side by side play. I think they're more physical than you realise. Um, it's always doing, you know, boy friendships. But I think they're incredibly loving and loyal. And I think that's the bit we miss. And like your son, one of mine in particular has a best friend he met at age three. They're now in year three, these boys. His best friend is going overseas for six months in June. And we were walking to school the other day and he was not himself and he was not functioning. And I kind of was like, what's going on? And he broke down and he said, Xavier won't be here for my party in July. And I cannot fathom having a party without him. And I said, oh, we'll move the date. Would you like that? And he was like, yes. And that loyalty and that love, he couldn't have a birthday party even one year without that special friend who's been so important to him. So yeah, they do. They love each other very deeply. So my son can be quite blasé. He's very easygoing. And I think that I missed that he can feel things so intensely particularly intensely about his friendships. I think I was aware, you know, silent vessels make the most sound. I was aware there was stuff going on there. But that deep pain he felt at losing his friend, that surprised me. Do you think it's a common misconception we have about boys, about the depths and the strengths of their friendships? Yeah, I think maybe it is because they don't communicate as clearly and they don't talk about it as much. And the way that they play even, I mean, I don't know about your son, but often they're just side by side and they're doing their Lego or they're doing whatever they're interested in. And it looks like a parallel play almost <laughs> the way toddlers do. Um, it's really around the interest. And even my older boys, you know, it's all about NBA and they come over in hordes and they just shoot hoops and it doesn't look like there's much love going on. But um, my eldest recently set up a social basketball team and I'd seen him play basketball a lot for school, but I hadn't seen this social team yet. And I went and watched a game. They're called the monkeys and they literally look like monkeys. <laughs> but the amount of love, deep, excited love on this court actually like brought a tear to my eye, but it blew me away and just how much you could see. And it's, it's very jumping on each other, excited love. 
<laughs> but it was so clearly love. And yeah. I don't see that in every context. It was only turning up to that game where I saw it, where you get that um, that window into their experiences. And I think little boys, they won't talk out loud about how much they love that friend, but you get to see it when that friend goes away and and their heart is broken. And there is some evidence around little boys and friendships and how important they are. And I think in the past, we've underestimated them and thought we can just separate a boy friendship, you know, maybe when they create the class lists, they're more protective of a special girl friendship than a boy friendship thinking a boy won't care as much. And I think the evidence has shown that's not right. Boys are incredibly loyal. So they do care very deeply. And once they do love someone, they're not going to let go of that very easily. Yeah, that part about play is so true because <laughs> this one little boy, the one that my son was so, is so close to even now that he's over in Hong Kong, literally would come over for three hours and they would just yell at each other. <laughs> I would sit there thinking, do I need to go in and see that they're okay? But it was like three hours of this tornado of yelling at each other. Yeah. Yell, 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 yell. And then they'd, he'd go. Yeah. And apparently it was the best play date ever. <laughs> and I'm like... Did you even hear each other speak? I don't know. Like it was just this crazy. What did they man. talk about? Is it like are they into something in particular? They at that time it was Beyblades. Beyblades, yeah. So they're sort of my Beyblade is better, faster. Oh, is yeah, it? or I'm winning. Yeah, and you can't believe you you lost that. Or I yes. just I was not making sense of it. Yeah, because to be honest, and they do they pay each other out a bit. Oh yes, boys. And again, that can look mean, and I think it's loving. And they do need some softening with that sometimes to learn where the line is, where it goes from being funny to, to, to more hurtful. Um, but yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, look, I, I did try at one point to get into Beyblades and understand them, but it's so boring, <laughs> Jen. <laughs> oh, look, I, I, yeah, talking <laughs> to the... <laughs> To connect with one of my kids, I have to sit and listen to the powers of every Pokemon. So, oh, I, okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. Look what we do, what we do for our boys. Yeah. All right. So, where do boys struggle in friendships? You mentioned there that sometimes it's knowing that line when they're mucking about and and calling each other names or whatever. Are there any other areas you've noticed that they might struggle? Yeah, when they're calling each other names and they may not pick up on the cues that, that, that they've crossed that line. And what we know about boys is they struggle a bit more to read social cues or facial cues and they do need a little bit more help, particularly hopefully in the younger years, to learn that, you know, when you say that and someone's face turns down, that means they're not enjoying it. <laughs> and that's when you stop and change your behavior. Now, that's something that most girls innately do a little bit better than boys. And that's why 90% of people in a no tease office are boys because <laughs> they have a lot more trouble with their social skills. And that's where they can come across as getting it wrong socially. Sometimes they need a bit of help to take their outs, you know, in tip. And they're not realizing that if you don't sort of follow that rule, you, people will get mad. And so they do need a little bit of help socially sometimes just to sort of learn the way to do it. And often this isn't the boys that have no idea that are struggling. Often they're deeply feeling boys that actually want it so much, they stuff it up a bit. So boys can really do with a bit of help just navigating what the rules are and how it can make someone feel when we break a rule or that kind of thing. And that can be done just through talking it through with them. What do you think are the greatest strengths of boy friendships? 
The loyalty would be, I think, the greatest strength. They just absolutely, it's so important to them. No matter what age, when I look at my four boys, my six-year-old right up to my 13-year-old, the thing that will stand out is the loyalty. You might have a player on that social basketball team at 13 that is not as good as the others and they wouldn't even think about him getting less court time because they want him to go well. That's the loyalty. It's just so loving. And then even at six, just that loyalty around my younger sons and and their friends, it's exactly the same. It's like if there's an injustice, they want to speak up about it. And I think that throws back to the superhero play and that kind of the world that boys really want to see. They're really good hearted and they want to see this good world. And so when they see an injustice, particularly on behalf of a friend, they will, they will speak up about it. They will do something about it, even if they make a mistake themselves in doing that, but they do want to speak up about it. What about if you have a boy who is a loner? Should we help him make friends? If he is a loner and he wants it to be different, that would be a conversation I would definitely be having. You know, obviously we're all on a spectrum of how social we are and some people really enjoy their own space and introverts are underrated. You know, that can be a really good thing to be able to be alone with yourself. I've got one child that could just happily entertain himself all day and who would never go anywhere if that best friend didn't turn up and knock on the gate and (laughs) pull him out. So, and I think that's kind of a really beautiful thing. But if we've got a child who is not happy with their ability to join in and make friends and we talk to them or notice that about them and say, it looks like you're finding it hard to join in or finding it hard to find a common interest, then they might need help with that. One of the things that boys can sometimes struggle to even learn is the idea that a conversation, it's a bit like puzzle pieces going together and that, you know, if your friend says, I like pizza and then you go, I just want to talk about Minecraft, you know, (laughs) (laughs) which can happen, right? Yeah. You're not really connecting. And so when your friend says, I like pizza, you need to be able to say, oh, I like Chinese food. And then you can share about Minecraft. And again, these are really simple social cues that boys can be a little bit behind on. And when we give them that little bit of help to point out, I think when you just started talking about Minecraft, your friend was a bit confused because they were telling you about pizza. And you can just talk about that out loud and have your boy go, oh, yeah, okay, I see that now. Because they want to go well. They just need a little bit of help. Jen, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. That's Jen Muir from Connected Parenting. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love, a listener original podcast. If there's something you'd like to learn more about, email me at feedplaylove at sca.com.au. I'd love to hear from you. For more great kids and parenting podcasts, check out the listener app. And don't forget to follow us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.